Okay, People's Church, I got to ask you a question. I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. Okay, who's got the Chiefs tonight? Who, who believes the Chiefs are going to win? All right, the Chiefs, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Who's, who believes the 49ers going to win? The 49ers, 49ers? All right. Who doesn't care? Who doesn't care? <laughs> uh, that's awesome, that's awesome, that's awesome, that's awesome. Oh, People's Church, you're hilarious. You're my church, I love you. <laughs> hey, I want you to know that uh, if you're a guest, I know you've been welcome. I'm just so glad that you're here and that you're worshiping with us. I, I really, I believe success starts on Sundays in God's house. And I'm just glad that you're here with us as a guest. And I know you've been welcome, but I want to welcome you. If you're looking for a church home, I hope you don't have to look any further and that this becomes your church home, your spiritual family, that you can just grow and allow the Lord to use you in great ways. And we're just glad you're here. I look forward to meeting you at our guest reception uh, following this service today. And all of our locations, our pastors look forward uh, to meeting you today. And I, I want you to know that this coming Wednesday night, it's not only our deeper night, which I believe is one of our most important services every month, but it's a special prayer meeting at 6 p.m. Would you please be here? I know that's a, that's a, that's a tough window at 6 p.m., but God is doing something as we're praying as a church and almost 1,100 people showing up at 6 a.m. in the morning and having people hungry for God and desperate for God and chasing after God during our prayer and fasting time and miracles taking place and healing and breakthrough and God moving and God is doing so. I need you to be here. I need you to be at the campuses to pray. Prayer is the key. And so 6 p.m., we're going to have a special prayer meeting. Get home, get the kids, get to church at 6 o'clock. There'll be pizza here. Come in and let's seek God together. I'm going to be leading all of our campuses in prayer. It's going to be a powerful time together. And then we're going to have a miracle deeper night. So if you need a miracle, man, be sure to be in God's house Wednesday night. Get friends and family here who need a miracle. We're going to be praying, anointing people with oil as the scripture talks about in James 5 and believing for miracles. And I believe God's going to move in powerful ways at our deeper night. I want to say this to you. Uh, we've revamped our marriage conference, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of fun and exciting, and I'm really excited about the marriage conference. So if you're married or if you're seriously dating or engaged, I encourage you to get to the marriage conference. And, and every year, there's always a handful of people that are wondering if they can come because of finances. Let me say this to you. This is one of the most generous churches on the planet. And I'm grateful. Thank you for tithing. Thank you for giving above your tithe so generously. And if you cannot afford the marriage conference, just go by the table and say, people's church has got me. And come on, because this church is so generous, we'll cover you. There's no problem. Don't let money stop you. Don't let money stop you. Get to the marriage conference. Now, if you can't afford it, now don't go over there and tell them the people's church got you. Come on, somebody. But, but, but listen to me. Everybody, get registered. It's going to be a lot of fun at the marriage conference, whether you're newly married, been married for a long time. Your marriage may be great. It may be horrible. Man, you want to get to the marriage conference. God is going to work in a powerful, powerful way at our marriage conference. And I want to remind you, Friends Day's next week. So be getting your friends and family here. We're going to continue the series, Not Today, Satan. Has God been moving this series or what, man? Has God been? I'm just, I'm fired up. We're going to continue that series through the month of February. I got an illustrated message next week. I'm excited to preach it already. It's going to be a, it's going to be an exciting time on Friends Day with donuts and water baptism and Not Today, Satan, and all that the Lord's going to do. And People's Church, as we're on this Vision Sunday today, and I want to talk to you about vision today because God's got vision for your life. I want you to know that God did some powerful things through you 
in 2019. God used you, People's Church, in 2019 in a powerful way. I want you to check out how God used you. Check out this video. Can I tell you, 17 years ago, everybody else saw a movie theater to watch movies in. We saw a house of worship where people could come and be changed by the power of Jesus Christ. It's not what you look at, it's what you see.
moved in 2019. We're, we're careful not to take any glory. We're careful not to take any credit. Lord, to you alone be honor and glory and praise for the way that you're working, the way that you're moving, and the way that you're changing lives. And right now at the church, we thank you. We thank you. We praise you for the move of your spirit today. We thank you for all that you did. We give you praise. Come on, church. Put your hands together and just thank Jesus one more time. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you can be seated in God's presence. I got a running spirit that might hit me. Amen. Oh, man, has God been good. Do you know that there are churches that would love to have 711 people baptized over 25 years? You know what I'm saying? And God's been so good to us. Lives are being changed. And God is using you people's church. And I just give God praise for what he is doing. And, And on this Vision Sunday, I just wanted to continue even on Vision Sunday with this theme, Not Today, Satan. So I titled today's message, Satan, You Can't Have My Vision. That's my title today. Satan, you can't have my vision. And I believe that every pastor needs a pastor. And I thank God for my pastor, Pastor Chris Hodges, and for his investment in my life and even on just helping me with crafting vision and crafting language and messages. And so, Pastor Chris, thank you for your investment into my life and for helping me, me, a man of vision, helping me with this message. And I'm just grateful. Come on. How many of you thank God for pastors? Amen. Every pa- your pastor has a pastor. You have a pastor. We all need to be pastored. And I, I want to talk to you uh, from Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. Kind of my theme today is right here. And the scripture says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. I want to focus in on those first five words. Where there is no vision, people perish. I I want to read it to you out of the New Living's translation. I, I believe it gives us even some insight that relates to our culture today. And it says this, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. So when this talks about vision, when it talks about divine guidance, vision is talking about having God's vision for your life. And when people don't have God's vision for their life, they run wild. When people don't have divine guidance for their life, they run wild. And and you know what? You don't have to look very far in culture to see this. There's a lot of people running wild in culture because they do not have divine guidance. They do not have God's vision for their life. And what I want to do today is I want to give you God's vision for your life. I'm not going to talk in specifics. I want to talk in in, in general terms. God has vision for your life. And I want to give you God's vision for your life today. Listen to me. Not today, Satan. In 2020, you're going to run with God's vision for your life. Here it goes. Let me give you God's vision for your life. And the first thing is this, that you need to know this. God's vision is for you to know God. He wants you to know God. And there's a scripture, every time I read it, it messes with me. I'm going to share it with you today. It messes with me. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21 says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, how many know there's a lot of people that 
I say, Jesus, Lord, Lord. He said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. That messes with me. And that next, this next word really messes with me. Many, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name drive out demons, and in your name perform many miracles, then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Everybody say, knew you. That's key, that's key, that's key. I never knew you away from me, you evil doers. And the, the, the people that Jesus was referring to uh, when he says that, that, that they knew, they knew, I never knew you, he's referring to people who knew about God. They didn't know God, they knew about God. They, they knew about church. They, they, they knew about religion. They were actually religious. They, they, they sang Christian songs. They quoted Bible verses. They did churchy things, but they did not know God. You see, that, that word knew or, or, or know, when you look at it in the Greek, it, it literally, literally a, a relationship. It's, it's, it's talking about intimacy, not head knowledge, but, but, but really knowing God from your heart. Let me tell you something. God's vision for your life is for you to know God, not just know about him. And the way that you know God, the way you get to know God, the way you have an intimate relationship with God is by surrendering your life fully to God. God wants all of you, not some of you. And the only way you will see God's best for your life in 2020 is by surrendering all of you to God, is by surrendering your whole life to God. The Bible talks about this in the New Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 5. It says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength. Church, listen to me. God wants all of you, not some of you. Some of you today need to go all in with God in 2020. In the New Testament, Jesus said, Mark chapter 12 and verse 30, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And some of you are not experiencing all that God has for your life because you're not giving him all of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And all I can tell you is this, you're missing out. You don't know what you're missing out on. Can I tell you, Christianity is boring. It's not very enjoyable if you straddle the fence. Christianity is not very enjoyable. It's kind of boring if you have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. God has so much more for your life, but you have to go all in. You can't straddle the fence. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. You're going to miss out on what God has for your life because God wants all. Everybody shout out. He wants all of you. The scripture says in Jeremiah 29 and verse 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with with all of your heart. And some of you are not finding God. And you're wondering why. It's because you're not seeking with all of your heart. And you're wondering, God, why am I not finding you in my marriage? Why am I not finding you in my parenting? Why, why am I not finding you in my finances? Why am I not finding you in my career? 
Why, why, God, why am I not finding you at school? God, why am I not finding you in the midst of my problems? And listen to me, you're not finding God because you're not seeking with all of your heart because if you'll give God all that you have, if you'll go all in, the Bible says, if you'll seek me with all of my heart, you will find me. But you can't straddle the fence. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. God wants all of you. It's God's will that you will know God. And that's talking about a relationship with God. Oh, can I tell you, go all in. In 2020, go all in. And one of the ways that you go all in for God, listen to me, is by getting water baptized. And one of the things that I love about water baptism, it's a picture of going all in. We, we don't sprinkle you at people's church. We don't just throw a little water on you. Oh, no. All of you in. All in. We got two people when they baptize, they hold you down to like 72 seconds. I'm just playing. I, if you're new, you're like, I, that was totally a joke. We put you down and bring you right back up. But it's all of you going under. Listen, I'm talking to some of you today. Would you get water baptized next Sunday? I'm not asking you to do it for me. Do it for you to go all in with God. Say, God, you have all of me. I'm going all in. I'm going public with my faith. I'm letting people know I'm not dating you. I'm married to you. And next week, I'm going all in and getting water baptized. I'm going underneath that water to show my life belongs to Jesus. Somebody shout all. Come on, you got to go all in. Get signed up today. Fill out your communication card. Go by the baptism table today. What I'm simply telling you is God wants all of you. Pastor, what's God's vision for my life? How do I not run wild in life you got to know God it's God's will that you would know God number two is this number two let me give you God's vision for your life and that is you would grow in God you would grow in God God's vision for your life is that you would have a growing relationship with Jesus hear me today some of you have been serving God for a year or five years 10 30 50 years and you're thinking I'm good with God I'm telling you, church, God's will for your life is that you would have a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why we pray and fast every January as a church, because God wants us to grow closer to him. That's why we come to church every Sunday, because God wants us to grow closer to him. That is why, church, we come to special prayer meetings like this one on Wednesday night, and we got to make a priority to be a deeper night. Why? Because God wants us to grow closer to him. Listen, God's will, God's vision for your life is that your relationship with Jesus would be growing, not stagnant, not stale, not mundane, not crusty. Some of, you, some of y'all been stale so long it's crusty. Maggots growing up in it. That's a good visual, isn't it, church, huh? I'm here to preach today, y'all. I'm here to preach. Listen, one of the most important things you can do to grow closer to God is by getting in a small group. I just can't emphasize that enough as your pastor. You're never going to be all God wants you to be without having the right friends. Listen, your friends will make you or break you. They'll make you or break you. Surrounding yourself with the right people is so key to you, you growing closer to God. Back in the day, I used to travel full-time as an evangelist and travel to a, a lot of youth camps and conventions and churches and around in Africa and Ukraine. I, I traveled all around. And, and, and when I traveled, I used to speak to a lot of young people, a lot of students. And I used to say this to students. But now that I pastor adults, I'm like, it's the same thing for adults. Amen. It's not just the students, not just the kids. It's for you and me. And I used to say this to students, now I'll say it to you. You show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I 
can tell you what your 2020 is going to be like with Jesus, but just let me see your friends. Let me see who you hanging out with. Let me see who you spend time with, and I will show you your future. I will show you your 2020. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse number 12, see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart. And when, when we get a sinful, unbelieving heart, when sin starts creeping in and unbelief starts creeping in, you always know it because people start drifting away from the Lord. And he says that turns away, that, that turn, that starts just drifting. See, brothers and sisters, see to it that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that starts turning away from the living God. Let me tell you the remedy for for this. Verse 13, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that, listen to me, none none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. You see, church, you need Christ followers in your life who will encourage you to stay on fire for God. You need some people in your life who love Jesus, who will encourage you when you feel like quitting. They'll tell you, you better not quit. You need some people in your life when you're getting tempted by something. They'll say, don't you give in to that. Don't you give in to that. Don't you mess up your life. You need some people that'll tell you when you're tired of your family. They'll tell you, you better fight for your family. You better not give up. You better not throw in the towel. You need some people in your life that will encourage you when you don't feel like having integrity. And everybody else said work at school or compromising. They'll tell you, don't you compromise your values. Don't you compromise your morals. You need some people in your life who will encourage you when you're discouraged you need some people like that is there anybody else besides your pastor that you discourage your own self anybody like that you know i don't need you to discourage me i discourage me and you need some people around you that will encourage you that will speak faith and life to your life to your situation to your heart to your dilemma listen to me who you surround yourself is so critical your friends i guarantee it your friends will make you or break you Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 6 says this, surely you need guidance. And I had like five or six scriptures right here on this point, but I narrowed it down for time's sake. But the Bible says so much about this. Surely you need guidance, talking about godly guidance to wage war. And victory is won through many advisors. Having the right advisors, having the right friends, having the right small group will bring victory in your life. And some of you are losing battles you should be winning because you don't have the right friends. You're losing battles. And in 2020, make up your mind. I'm going to get the right people in my life. Next Sunday, when we launch small groups, listen, make it a priority. I'm going to find a small group that in this first semester, it starts in February through the, 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 the first part of May. Find a small group to grow. I, I, listen, my small group starts tonight. My fast in it. Come on this morning. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Queso and hamburger meat. <laughs> It's going down today, church. I don't care what the digestive system does. It's going to act all crazy tomorrow. But I'm eating today, church. Glory to God. <laughs> Super Bowl party with my... Listen, you've got to find a small group. And listen, some of you need to lead a small group. I want you to look in your bulletin. Today, there's a small group training for all of our leaders. Get to a small group training. Information's in your bulletin. Pastor, why are you passionate about this? I am not trying to work some program. I'm trying to give you biblical principles to help you grow closer to God. You've got to have the right people in your life. Show me your friends. I'll show you your 2020. Find a small group. Number three is this. Let me give you God's vision for your life so that you don't run wild. Number three is discover your purpose. 
Discover your purpose. That's God's vision for your life. God has a purpose for your life. Here's the key, church. Don't try to get God in step with your plan. You get in step with God's plan for your life. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 says this, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So let, me, let me speak this over your life. God, before you were ever born, God had a plan and a purpose for your life. He prepared it in advance. Well, let me say it to you like this. Before there was a you, there was a thing for you to do. Before there was a you, there was a thing for you to do. People's church, you are not an accident. You made some accidents. You've had some accidents, but you're not an accident. You, you, you've had some mistakes and made some mistakes, but you're not a mistake. Let me speak to your soul right now. You're supposed to be here by God's plan, by God's providence. You are not an accident. You're not a mistake. God put you here on the planet at this season, in this time frame, in America, in Oklahoma. You're here on purpose and assignment by God. God laid out his plans and purpose for your life. You are not an accident. I don't know who my daddy is. It don't matter. You're not an accident. I never met my mama. It don't matter. You're not an accident. God put you here. He, you're here by God's design. Psalm chapter 139 and verse 16 says, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. The psalmist is saying before there was a you, there was a thing for you to do. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And here's what's happening with some of you. God has a plan for your life. He has a path he's laid out. And some of you are off track. You're going on the wrong path. God has a path. But, but you're, you're, you're taking a different path. And you're asking God to get in step with your path. And God says, no, 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 before you were ever born, I laid out a path for you. Don't ask me to get on your path. You get on my path. And some of you are so off the path, it's like this. Here's God's path. You're, not, you're going this way. Come on, how many of you ever been going the wrong way and didn't know it? You know what I'm saying? And driving fast. With, with confidence. Huh, and then find out 20 minutes later, oh, I'm going the wrong way. And some of you are driving with confidence, with swag. Just, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. And I've got good news for you. Today, if you're going the wrong way, it's never too late to turn around and start going the right way and to get on God's path. You can still fulfill God's purpose and plan for your life, no matter how far off you are, but you have to do a U-turn. Come on. Turn it. You got to exit off. And turn around and start going God's way. And listen to me, no matter how far away you've been off of God's path, you can get on God's path and still get to where God wants you to go. It may take you a little longer, but you can still get there. God wanted you to start in Oklahoma and go to New York. And some of you find yourself in New Mexico. You're over in Arizona. But that's all right. You can still get to New York from Arizona if you'll just turn around and start going God's path for your life. God has a purpose and a plan for your 
your life, follow God's plan and purpose. Get on God's path for your life. I'm passionate about this at People's Church. That's why we have Growth Track. Can I encourage you to get to Growth Track? You're going to hear me say it almost every single Sunday of this church. It's God's vision for your life. He has a purpose for your life. About 90% of Christians do not know their God-given purpose. They don't know their spiritual gifts. That's why we have a spiritual gift assessment in the class. We want to help you discover your God-given purpose. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. It's not by accident. The gifts that he's given you, the talent that he's given you, the passion he's given you, the mind he's given you, the creativity he's He's given you. It's all come for from him because he has a purpose for your life. Just look at your neighbor and say, I think he's preaching to you today. Go ahead and I think that's for you. (laughs) Oh, God's got a purpose for your life. Give me the next four weeks in growth track. Get there after this service. Give me the next one. I'm not asking for 37 weeks. Ooh, four weeks past. That's a long time. Give me four weeks. Give me four weeks. Get the growth track out of this class and watch what God does in your life. Number four is this. Number four is this. There's there's a fourth thing that you have to see. This is God's vision for your life so that you don't run wild. God's vision is for you to make a difference. To make a difference. You were created to make a difference. A difference. You were created by God to make a difference in other people's lives. That's God's vision for your life. Notice back in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. It says, for we are God's handiwork. God knitted us together. God designed us. God made us. Created in Christ Jesus to do good, not bad, to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. There's some things God wants us to do. God created you to make a difference in other people's lives. Listen to me. Some of you need to hear this today. You are a world changer. You are a history maker. God's called you to change the world. He's called you to make history in other people's lives. You are a, some of you don't believe it. Listen to your pastor. Let me speak it to your soul. You're a world changer. You're a history maker. God's created you to make a difference in people's lives. He's anointed you. He's called you. He's appointed you to make a difference. So people's church make every day count. Make every day count for Jesus. Make every day count by making a difference in people's lives. The psalmist said in Psalms 39 and verse 4, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered. How fleeting my life is. People search life is short on this earth. So make every day count. People search, don't wait to live out God's purpose for your life. Some of you are like, well, I'm going to do it next week, you know, next month, next year. I'm busy right now. I'm busy right now. No, don't delay. Get on the dream team here at People's Church. Start making a difference. Stop making excuses and start making a difference with your life. God created you to make a difference. And People's Church, you don't know when your life will end. You got to make every day count. This past week reminded the nation and the world how fragile life is. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, And seven others died in a tragic helicopter accident and lost their lives because life is fragile and you don't know how long you have to live. I think we have the wrong definition of old. We have the wrong definition. 
And we say, oh, no, no, old is if I live to 100. If I make it to 90, I'm old. No, 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 no. Old is how much you have time you have left. That's old. You got the wrong definition. If you're 35 and you die at 41, you're already old. If you're 55 and God's days for your life is till you're 91, you're still fairly young. We got the wrong definition of old. Old is how much time do you have left to make a difference for Jesus? And you don't know how much time you have left. So the scripture says, let me, let me number my days. Teach me to number my days. Psalm chapter 90, verse number 12 says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And my prayer for all of us is God put an urgency in our hearts that we will number our days, that we will start waking up every single day on mission to make a difference in other people's lives for Jesus Christ every day counts we don't know when we're going to breathe our last breath on this earth we've got to make every day count for Jesus Christ say pastor why are you passionate about this because I don't want you to get to the end of your life and to realize that you wasted your life on things that really didn't matter wasted your life just chasing after money and homes and boats and cars and and popularity and power and and there's nothing wrong with having things but here's what we have to understand what really matters those things really don't matter matter of fact I spent some time processing what really matters and I can only come up with three things that really matter now some of you are highly educated and you got your PhD and you could come talk to pastor and you've studied the Greek and the Hebrew and you could say, pastor, I believe there's more than three things. Well, God bless you. I'm not that sophisticated. It's three. Three things really matter. That's all I could come up with. Three things really matter. And that is this. God matters. God matters. That's why we pray and fast. That's why we read our Bibles. That's why we worship. That's why we come to church. This ain't no, I don't know, habit or tradition. That's why we go to special prayer services. That's why we go to deeper night. That's why we get water baptized. That's why we go to growth track. That's why we attend a small group. Listen, God matters. God matters. He has to be our top priority. God matters. There's a second thing. When I look at what really matters, there's only three things. God matters. Number two is people matter. People matter. Let me tell you, do you know why we're starting a location in Edmond? And why we have in our hearts to start more locations? It's because people matter. People matter. People matter. I'm way beyond numbers. I've been doing this for 17 years now. My 20s, I'm trying to impress people. 30s, kinda. 40, I don't care, I just wanna do God's will for my life. That's it. People matter. People matter. People matter. That's why we're moving Indianapolis out of the middle school into the, a 29,000 square foot facility that we're believing we're going to get in by the end of March of this year to reach more people because people matter. People matter. People matter. And there's one other thing that I can see that matters. God matters. People matter. And the third thing that I see is eternity matters. E- eternity matters. People search. Can I tell you why you serve on the dream team? Because eternity matters. Can I tell you why we give hundreds of thousands of dollars 
away to missions and I believe in the near future it'll be a million plus dollars away to missions and missions and giving going on missions trips and supporting local national and international missions it's because eternity matters you know I asked you to lead a small group and go to that small group training let me tell you why because eternity matters you know why we tithe? It's not just for God to bless us. God does bless us. He does provide for us. But let me tell you the number one reason we tithe. Eternity matters. You know why we give over and above our tithe to dream builders? Eternity matters. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ is going to come back for his church. And we don't know exactly know when he's coming back. But he's coming back for his church. And the Bible says at that time, judgment day will happen. And on judgment day, people will either be spent eternity in heaven or in hell. Everybody's going to live forever. Eternity matters. That's why we do what we do. God matters. People matter. Eternity matters. And People's Church, I want to update you because some of you have been curious on Pastor, where are we at with Dream Builders? Let me give you a very quick update on how God is using you to make a difference. So far with our Dream Builder commitments so that we can do the work in Indy, start the Edmond campus, do missions around the world. You have already committed over $1.1 million for the next year to be given to change lives. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, can you just thank God? That's you. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And to date, with the Dream Builder and Miracle Offerings already received to date, we're at $504,000 already given in just the first two to three months of the commitments that have been made. Can we give God praise for that? Come on. People are giving generously. Let me tell you why. Eternity matters. Eternity matters. That's why we're going to finish our giving and our, the commitments that we made. That's why some of you are going to give without a commitment. That's why we're tied. Eternity matters. And let me tell you, I'm so excited about the Indianapolis. Throw this Indianapolis campus building up real quick. We're talking vision. We're talking vision. We're taking over this building, 29,000 square foot from Oddtown Church, a dear friend of mine. And Pastor Josh Brown is flying to Indianapolis in a couple of weeks and meeting with the contractors because we're getting ready to order the equipment, the lights, the sound, and we're going to be ripping all the carpet out and have to do some work all around the building and getting this building ready. Lord, use this building in Jesus' name to reach thousands and more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. And we're doing this, church. We're doing this because eternity matters. Eternity matters. Eternity matters. People's church, don't live life with your vision. Live life for God's vision. Because if you live life with your vision, you will run wild. You'll, where there is no vision, where there is no divine guidance, people run wild. Let me tell you what it looks like to run with your vision. See, God's vision is that you would know God. Your vision is to know me. It's all about me, myself, and I. God's vision is that you would grow in God. Your vision, the world's vision, is grow in fame. God's vision is that you would discover your God-given purpose. The world's vision, your vision, is discover a platform. Can I get some more likes on Facebook? Can I get some more Instagram followers? I just need a bigger platform. God's vision is that you would make a difference because it's appointed to every man and woman to die. Death is an appointment. So you got to make your days count and make a difference. 
The world's vision is just make a dollar, just make a dollar, just make a dollar. God says, no, make a difference, make a difference, make a difference, make your life count. Get on the dream team, serve people, love people, care for people, invest in people. People matter. God matters. Eternity matters. Make a difference.